What's going on, podcast listeners? You're looking for a podcast so you can hear hot takes, loud opinions, and off the wild topics? Well, you won't catch that here. But check out a Cincy fan talking with LP, where you can hear a nice open dialogue and you can hear topics that make sense. Topics like education, sports, politics, pretty much things that'll make sense to you, me, and everybody around us. You won't hear hot takes, but you'll hear opinions that make a whole lot of sense. So come check me out every Tuesdays, wherever you happen to catch a podcast. That's a Cincy fan talking with LP. Come check us out. Shout out, Sniper T on the beat. Tamara to the break of dawn is on the rise with life on the forefront of the mind. So line for line, you can ride this brain train and you can change your station without even touching the dial. So relax, stay a little bit, but listen for a while. And whether you're bumping this in the whip or in a business fit, it's a meeting you won't want to miss. A meeting for a meal to feed the soul with words for the mind. So sit back, enjoy the ride. Time to take off, it's time to fly. Cause Tamara till the break of dawn is on the rise. Hey y'all, hey! Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and all that good stuff. I know not everyone uh, celebrates Christmas, so whatever you're doing, praying that you and your family are safe, have holiday season filled with joy, peace, Rona free, you feel me? So mask on when you're out in these streets, and make sure that you are covering both your nose and your mouth when you have a mask on. I don't understand why I be in Walmart and still be seeing folks with just their mouth covered, you feel me? So mask on all the way few announcements though number one hey y'all gotta check out my homie the promo y'all heard a cincy fan talking podcast that's the homie lp's podcast super dope dude met him in a retweet group super supportive of me and my podcast but i actually listened to his show he talks about sports he talks about politics he talks about life as a teacher in the pandemic both him and his wife are teachers so his show is really dope definitely check him out new episodes drop every tuesday few other announcements you will notice that i mentioned going live december 16th in this episode Uh, again i'm sorry y'all you know i don't like to tell y'all i'm gonna do something i don't do but the good news is that on saturday january 23rd i will be going live and as an added bonus i am hosting the next podcast happy hour More to come on that. And speaking of podcast happy hours, if you missed the December 19th podcast happy hour that I also will mention in this episode, first of all, and this is just low key, but low key shame on you because I talk about these podcast happy hours every month. You need to start checking them out, especially live because it's so fun to interact with. It's fun for us live. So it got to be fun for the audience, right? Right. So If you missed it, though, you can catch the visuals and the audio on Chris's platform, Shenanigans with Friends podcast. The links to her stuff is in the episode notes. As I always say, make sure you're following my pod sisters because the happy hour hops around from month to month and you got to know, you know what I'm saying, where we going to be at and you ain't going to know if you don't follow all of us. You feel me? All right, cool. Next announcement. 
your girl is a voice actor i'm out here doing big things in these podcast streets <laughs> nah but i did a guest voice spot on the plum forest podcast the golden girls episode i played carmen the drunk ghost it was so fun so you definitely should check this out the link to that episode is in the episode notes as well last but not least huge shout out to jay because Jay had no idea what the topic was of this episode because I had no idea what the topic was of this episode. And as you'll tell, she just kind of goes along with wherever I lead her. I really appreciate that because, like I said, we ain't know what we was finna talk about. So enough about that. Again, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and all that good stuff. I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all get to the episode, though. Okay, okay, bye! Welcome, welcome for the first time, if it's your first time, welcome back, if you one of my day one, two, three, four, whatever, I appreciate all y'all equally, cause you know, don't nobody want to create stuff when people don't listen, you feel me, so I thank you so much for tuning in, um, if you're new, new episodes drop every Thursday, for show, for show, with the J-Book, for show, but we'll, we'll get into her later, pause, we'll, you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Shit. Okay. Um, let me take a sip of my Tam special, y'all, because clearly I'm already on one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Oh gosh, that is funny. Uh if you're not, you should totally be following me on social media. So, at the bottom of the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, which if you, I mean, nigga, it's visuals, you feel me? It's, you know, I had said what I had said, but I always remind y'all, if you want to, go ahead and head over to my YouTube. That's, oh, shit. At the bottom of the screen, it has my social media handles or TamaraTheDawn.com. Yeah, so, as I had said, you know, my homie, my pod sister. My podcast happy hour hashtag no new friends in the in the happy hour like we collaborate with other people in other ways it's not that way um but my podcast happy hour homie J book for show 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 welcome <laughs> what's up everybody what's going on man thank you thank you Tamara for that. I mean, amazing intro. Like, yeah. I've never had an intro like that before. Man, okay, that's what's up. I'm glad I could, you know, add that to your life. And I'm over here spilling stuff. But it's Look great. at you. It, it Get it happens. together. It happens, you know, okay. every, you know. Anywho, yeah, so, um, of course, yeah, I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Um, how's your week, man? Not bad. Not bad. I'm trying to think. Everything blurs together. <laughs> so, yeah, the week has been good. Nothing's been going on. I'm on vacation next week. Okay. So I've been working since thanks. I didn't work on Thanksgiving Day, but Black Friday until yesterday um, was my first day off. No, today. I worked yesterday. See, I don't. Time just be is no is not a concept in 2020. 
I worked yesterday. <laughs> so today was my first day off since Black Friday. So yeah, I just been working and looking forward to going to um vacation. So I work on Sunday and then I'm off hmm. for hmm. most of the week. Yeah, I had my little vacay during Thanksgiving season. I was off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, then of course Saturday and Sunday. I'll have Christmas Eve and Christmas and then Saturday and Sunday for the next and then I'll have New Year's Day, so I'll at least get a three day weekend. And it's back to the grind. Yeah. For a while. Um but other than that, it's been it's been alright. Hasn't been like terrible. Good things have been happening, but still some some things up in that thing. But Right. You know I mean? This Tam special, y'all. Listen, already. As, as I, as I, if you drink coffee and you like to add a little razzle dazzle, you feel me? Sprinkle me, man. <laughs> Sprinkle me, man. Are we gonna do this the whole show? Probably yes. Big time, a time, a. Mm-hmm. I'm folded water. Hey, yep. sprinkle me, man. Sprinkle me, man. But anyways, um. Yeah, Tam special. Coffee, razzle dazzle. I like spiced rum and then I'll put creamer. Uh, whatever, whatever. But it's that Tam special. If you rock with me, if you under the sound of my voice, that means you listen to me. We five minutes into this foolishness and you still here. So you obviously <laughs> for real in this thing. So call it the Tam special. You feel me? Get Tam special wasted. Man, shout out to Audrey for these names, cause she. Just, I said that. You said Tam special. Okay, shout out to Audrey and Jay for these. Listen, don't listen, man. She came up with Tam special. I came up with Tam special. Wasted. Yes, so that's I, what I was last night. I, I apologize, uh, lady. I was gonna say, ladies and gentlemen, lady. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> it's too late to apologize. Oh. Okay. It's too late. <laughs> Where's my lighter? I was gonna like wave my hand, hold my lighter up. That's what's up. That's what's up. It's crazy that like, cause Jay works at a pet supply chain place. I ain't gonna say where, cause that ain't none of your damn business. But she out here working, and I never would have thought of that as like an essential feel. <laughs> But I guess so, because the yeah. got to eat and they got to. I didn't either. Yeah. Like when they said they were locking things down, I was like, all right, I guess I'll see. Like, when when do we come back? We're going to be right. off for like, how many months? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, no, had a day we're not. Off. Right. <laughs> At all. And I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, you, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, but I mean. If we're going to be really serious about it, you can buy pet stuff at other places than a specific pet pet mm, place. Like Walmart mm-hmm. sells pet stuff. Target mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Most of your grocery stores do. So, I mean, really, they could have. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's, I mean, But capitalism. don't y'all have the vet feature, too, though? That, like, a vet or... Some, some do. Not all. Some no. do. But yours but, does. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean... Also, they're standalone vets, so really, oh. it didn't have to be. It didn't have to be open, but <laughs> there's money to be made in these streets. So I guess you know we're essential. Yep, yep, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And you have people up in there, like a lot of people 
lot of customers all the time. Now, now we're starting to. So when it first happened, nothing, I mean, we weren't, nothing was changing. Mm-hmm. And then the city that I, I work in, the mayor shut stuff down. So like mm-hmm. the cops came into our place and was like, these certain departments can't be open because mm-hmm. if you're going to be, because I think the CEO sent a letter to the government saying that we were essential. And so, but other departments aren't necessarily essential. Mm-hmm. So um, they sent cops, like I said, into places to say, no, you couldn't be open. So once they did that, it got back up to corporate. Of course, they were trying to fight it. And then, you know, the employees were like, well, we don't care what you're saying. We're not coming to work because <laughs> like, <laughs> what? I don't understand it. Right. And so... um they decided to do that and then they shortened the hours. So once they did that in that town, people stopped coming. I mean, not stopped coming, but like it wasn't that many customers. It was very mm-hmm. slow. But our um, curbside, like online orders, that was getting busy because people just, you know, order and then you bring it out to them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that lasted probably a month. Like whenever they lifted the like the real band, because I think our, our curfew was like nine o'clock. You, businesses had to be closed early and stuff like that. Once they lifted that, people started to, you know, trickle back in. And then mm-hmm. now, because we're going into the holiday, still not as busy as a normal holiday, but it's people in there. But mm-hmm. I mean, good thing we have a mask mandate. And although we can't enforce it, if someone comes in without a mask, I mean, I'm not about to fight anybody. I'm just going to leave the area that they're at and if they need help they'll have to put on (laughs) put on a mask to get help at least for me um but yeah so we don't have that many people that walk in without masks so before like i said that whole thing went into effect they didn't have a mask mandate in place we didn't have one for the associates and stuff like that like literally i was the only one wearing a mask at the time when i realized like how serious it was and so eventually I started talking to people and was like, maybe you should wear a mask. So they started wearing one. And then probably a week, two weeks after that, then the company was like, you have to wear one. So I say all that to say, yeah, it's starting to get a little bit more busier because of the holiday. But thank goodness people are at least wearing masks. I guess I can't ask for much else, you know. So how long have you worked in the like in the specifically to pet stores? How long have you worked in that? Not field, but area, sector. I like that word. Ten years. That's dope. Yeah. So have you always had... So how long have you had Rebel and Onyx? Rebel's 11, and Onyx is... He just turned nine. Oh, tell I've the had, people who Rebel and Onyx are. <laughs> oh, those are my babies. Those are my fur babies. I have two Yorkies. Like she just said, Rebel and Onyx, Rebel, I've had, I've had both of them since they were six and eight weeks old. Mm. So really the whole of almost 11 years that I've had them and Rebel will be 12 in February. So yeah, those are my babies, little Yorkies. They act like people. My grandma used to always say that she didn't think, she says she thinks that they either think that I'm a dog or they're human, but they think (laughs) we're the, the same. Mm. So she always says that about them. That's funny. So did having a pet make you get in? Because I was wondering, like, which came first, the career or the children? But it's just it's, career or the children. <laughs> but it's just ran. It's just random how it happened. It wasn't intentional. 
Well, I, okay, so I worked for Sam's before that mm, okay. um, as operations. I've been in retail total, I guess, 20 years now. And I worked for Sam's. I worked for Toys R Us for a little bit. And then I went to where I am now. But a lot of people were leaving Sam's. So when I was there, I was operations manager too. Well, <laughs> it's just, that's just where oh, I fit in. Oh, I guess. I've, I don't I've know. been an operations manager before. I, I feel you. you know, <laughs> how she gets down. I actually had a really good career at Sam's until the economy started to kind of go bad and they, a lot of the positions were being eliminated. Mm. So it was kind of like a dead end place at that point. So that's why I decided to leave. But a lot of uh, managers that I worked with, with there had migrated to the company I'm in now. And they were just saying how much easier it is. Like when you deal with people who have pets, yeah, they have, I mean, they're customers like anybody else, but they're a little less on edge. Like, mm-hmm someone that you don't have their groceries or the mm-hmm. just weird stuff like regular customers you don't have to worry about a black friday where there's a line of people trying to get in to get whatever hot new electronic is coming out or mm-hmm. whatever ha- you know whatever that is and so they were saying how much easier it is and how this company has like such a better quality of life and it's all about you know having fun so i should come there and i was like well i don't know and then uh, i end up getting rebel and I went to one of the stores to get his stuff and I happened to see one of the managers I used to work with. And he was like, you have to come over here. I'm telling you, it's just so much better. I can get you in. And so I was like, all right, I'll try it. And that's, I've been there ever since. Not that particular spot, but I did it. And it just helped because, you know, I get discounts on food. Mm-hmm. I get discounts on vet services and mm-hmm. it's actually pretty cost effective. It worked out. That's smart. So here's something else I wanted to get into because I was thinking about how, as you were talking, but I was listening too. Okay. But I was also thinking about how we grew up kind of similar in the sense that it sounds kind of like you were a little sheltered because of your family's spiritual or religious or Mm -hmm. whatever word background, as was I, but kind of like not up to... 13, I think, is when my mom became a believer. So, mm-hmm. one, you know, birth to 13, it was, you know, whatever. Whatever. Then the 13, you want to live for the Lord. And so, <laughs> like, why you wait till now? <laughs> right. Like, now you want to, I used to be able to do this, but now I can't because you live for the Lord. Okay? Right. Now you changing my life around just because you decide you want to do something different. Like, how that does that part, work? That part. <laughs> yeah. So, how would you say that how you were raised plays a part in who you are today? And like, obviously, there was a point where you were like, okay, well, I'm gonna do me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, so what was that transition like? You don't have to be all long drug out with it, but whatever you want to share within that. Mm, okay, I so. Can, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, you go. What did you say? No, you go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. Um, so yeah, I grew up in a super religious, like family, super strict. My mom, army, my stepdad is, well, my dad, but he's my stepdad. Uh, same with that part too. Navy. No, he was Marines. My grandfather was Navy. And then my biological dad is army because him and my mom were in the army together. So I grew up in a military family. So. Um, Hold on, this is yeah. this is crazy. My bio dad was military. 
my mom was the Air Force, my stepdad, but the dad who raised mm-hmm. me right. was Air Force, and my grandfather on my mom's side, my great-grandfather, he was NYPD, so that's oh. still like, right. you know, that's crazy. A lot of similar. I didn't even know about all them similarities, but continue. Yeah, um, but so she's strict on that side of military. You know, mm-hmm. like clean this. It needs to look like this. You need to wake up at this time. You need Girl. to do this. Mm-hmm. This is how you iron. This is how you do whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, really strict for that. And then on the religious side, you have that stuff where you can't. She really wasn't strict because okay. So I grew up Pentecostal and. Pentecostal can be strict, but we went to my grandfather's church, mm-hmm. my stepdad's dad, and he's not like that. He's very like mild mannered. He's just teaching, you know, the word and mm-hmm. that's it. I've been to other churches where they're like, you looked to the right, you're going to hell. You know, mm-hmm. like they're very like, you cannot, you know, wear mm-hmm. makeup. You can't wear pants if you're, if you're a woman, um, just all this other stuff. For me at right. All. So. <laughs> At church, yes, we had to, we couldn't wear pants at church. Not like it was a rule for my grandfather. My mom would say we couldn't, but if we weren't in church, we could wear pants. So you had that. And we were, because my family was so into church, my grandfather is the pastor. My grandparents on my mom's side were like deacons and whatever else, just a part, you know, I grew up in the church, literally Tuesday, Wednesday night, Friday night. Sunday morning, Sunday night, Saturday wow. was some kind of thing. So it was always that during the summer. It was like, uh, what is it? Vacation Bible school and stuff. Oh, so, yeah. so I've had enough church. I, you know, I, I don't go to church now. And I've always said like, I've had like three lifetimes worth of church that I've, <laughs> I've been in from however old I was when I first started going till 18. Um, and even after 18, I, I was like, dwindling trying to find churches and like kind of looking around but I couldn't really find a place that I felt like I fit into Mm -hmm. um so um I just stopped going but um I I can still say I'm like I know what church like I know what I believe in Mm -hmm. and I do pray and I do all that stuff so I mean Mm -hmm. I, I you can say I'm spiritual I hate that like I'm spiritual but I'm not religious type thing but that's kind of where I am no, um, I feel you because I don't like the word religion. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really, I don't like labels, so I don't necessarily like spiritual either. I don't like to be called a Christian because of the stigma that comes with it. Mm-hmm. So I usually say believer. I mean, I believe that Jesus died for my sins and all that, but I don't like that label. You know what I right. mean? I just, I know what my relationship with him has done, like for my heart and whatever. So no right. one could tell me that's not real. Right. Um, Which is all that matters to me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I relate, but I don't like the labels. Like I just, yeah, yeah, I don't like that. I don't mind the labels. Just, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, once I started venturing out going to different churches, like even, so I don't know if many people know what Kojic is, but that's the church I grew up in, Church of God okay. in Christ. Yep. Super, I mean, that's churchy church, like mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But most of the people that I think my mom and dad still go to a Kojic church. Sorry, my nose keeps itching, my allergies. My sister, and pretty much all the people I grew up with are non-denominational. 
just because yeah. the church is so strict. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, like I was saying before. That's the type of church I go to non-denominational. Yeah. So I've learned over the years because uh, uh, one of my best friends was kind of telling me about like, you know, how we grew up. They said you can't do this. You can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like, but if you read the Bible, if you actually see what it says, it never said that. It never did this or it never said that. And she was kind of opening my eyes to the kind of church that she goes to, which is a non-denominational because I had never heard of that before. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean. That's kind of why I got away from church because even the one denominational church I was going to, I was just noticing, I just hate for people to be hypocritical mm-hmm. and um, they want you to be perfect. They want you to not gossip or not do this or not, not do that. And you find out like the pastor is sleeping mm-hmm. with everybody or mm-hmm. he's embezzling money or you hear all this gossip going on. It's just like, well, I can just, I can stay at home and, and watch you know, church on TV. I don't have to be around this. And you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. all you're doing is telling me something, but you're living a different lifestyle. So I don't, yeah. I kind of, it just turned me all off from that, that whole thing. And probably 20, man, I don't even know the last time I've been to church. I was in my twenties. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, uh, definitely, I mean, I only haven't been to church because, uh, COVID, Rona, that day, Rona, but <laughs> I have gone through seasons of not going for different reasons, like right now with Rona, but still there's been other reasons at other times and like making sure I still do the things that are important to me for the relationship side of it. So mm-hmm. like pray or try to read my Bible, you know, stuff like that. Listen right. to sometimes inspirational messages or inspirational music or you know just stuff like that just to kind of like stuff that speaks to my spirit because it could be different things it could be a song that you wouldn't think would be that song you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it just it speaks to me in that way even though they could be talking about excuse me whatever you know Mm -hmm. so that's a good segue because that's why I asked you to bring music see this is just flowing well it ain't religious it don't matter because that's oh, okay. Who cares? The whole point I do is, listen to religious music though. I'm with you on that. Like I don't have church right here at my house. Yeah, we don't. But actually, what we're gonna do real quick is we're gonna take a quick break, okay. and then when we come back, we will get into the smooth sounds of whoever oh, Jay brought. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we will be back. <laughs> but yeah we are back and we are totally oh my gosh um we are going to listen to the smooth sounds (laughs) that jay brought to the show so this is not a smooth sound but it's a song um all right how how long are we playing this um you know Thirty I'll, seconds. Yeah, because I'm not trying. To, I just wanted to know because I mean I can't. Con- I mean I guess I can stop it, but you just I'll be watching the time. But yeah. this song I picked it because I I like this song. It's Jade Nova. It's off her new newer album called Stages. This song is called Lost and Found. And uh, most people may know Jade Nova for her going viral because she does the Beyonce impressions, mm-hmm. and she can sound like Tony Braxton or. A bunch of different people. I think she does like Kim Kardashian and Erica Badu. 
Mm-hmm. Anywho, she's super talented, but this song is called Lost and Found, and it's my jam. I just like the message in it. So, mm. see if I can turn it up. Here we go. Just give me that, you. Text me that. I like okay, that. Okay, I will. Yeah. So, what made you choose that song? Because it's like a motto. Like, I didn't get to the part where, she, like, the chorus, but pretty much she's saying she made this herself. Mm. I did this myself. Who are you? So, it's kind of like when you have things and people try to incorporate their ideas and in what mm. you're doing and try to take your shine and try to, you know, mm-hmm. catch your wave, you know? Mm-hmm. And she said... Or they try to... They want to be the one to feel like, oh, yeah, I'm the one that told her to do that. Right, right. Right. So pretty much this song is just saying, like, I did this this myself. I'm the CEO. What she Mm -hmm. says, I'm the CEO, bitch, who you? That's, Mm -hmm. like, part of the chorus. Let them know, boo-boo. Okay. (laughs) Yes. I like it. And plus, the the beat is nice, you know? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I'll send it to you. I think it's dope. But... Yeah, Jay. Like Jay loves music, so I told her to bring. I love it. Something. I, I was like excited music. when you said that. I'm like, what? Okay, what? What are we doing? I don't even <laughs> know, man. We we still figuring it out. Um, and I like music. I just I know you like you love music. Like love I it. I like music. I enjoy music. I but I also don't have to listen to music every day. Like. I would say I listen to podcasts more than anything. So I don't even listen to music often, if I'm honest. So, but I like music, but it's just, I like to sometimes silence mm. or podcast because it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not a day that goes by that I, I don't listen to some type of music. Oh, there I are know. some days when I will listen to a lot of podcasts because I usually do it when I'm at work in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it kind of keeps me, it keeps my brain going because I'm thinking yeah. about responding or whatever, yeah. you know, what yeah. they're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's still, I will have to put, like, I'll look at the time like, oh, I got 20 minutes before I have to, you know, we open the doors. Let me put mm-hmm. on some music real quick. <laughs> just, just because, mm-hmm. but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let me circle back. I just realized I never talked about my growing up in strictness because I said oh, we yeah. related on that. But it's cool. It's, listen, y'all just going wherever again, my mind. <laughs> like I recorded an episode that'll air before this one does and it was literally just me drinking and <laughs> talking about whatever popped in my head in whatever order. And so you feel me? This I'm a passenger. I'm just I'm along for the ride. So for me, like I said, up to 13, my mom was doing her thing. And when I hit about 13, then she want to try to do the Lord's thing and try to make us do the Lord's thing. So for me, it was just like this. Man, we used to be able to do this, but then the Lord came along and now I can't do what I want to do no more. That's really how it felt to me. So there was 
definitely some I hit 18 and I was like, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm doing my thing. You can't, can't nobody tell me nothing. They can't tell me nothing. But yeah, can't nobody tell me nothing because the nigga was 18, you feel me? Right. And um, I was like, I'm going to just take my horse to the Old Town Road and I'm just... Just ride till you can't no more? That part and can't nobody tell me nothing, you feel me? Yeah, so I just kind of started doing my thing. And then when I hit like 27, though, that's when I was like, huh, what is life happening? What is is happening right now? What is life? Mm -hmm. This is interesting. I wonder... I wonder if things would have been different in my life if maybe I did took God a little bit more serious. Like, this is the conversation I was Mm -hmm. having. Because, like, for us, like, when I split from my ex, it was a very, it wasn't, like, a peaceful breakup. It was, like, a rough breakup where, like, we left the house, the apartment that we were living. It was like, okay, he and and I had been arguing all night, and then Mm -hmm. I had to go to work the next morning so mm-hmm. i when we went so when at five something niggas want to stop arguing and take they happy ass to sleep <laughs> a nigga my knee was like damn i gotta hop on this bus bad i think i had to catch it by seven to get there on time oh man and it was probably about a 10 minute walk to the bus stop so I'm like, it's five. It ain't no point in me going to sleep. So I just stayed up and I was supposed to go do laundry after work. So I remember talking to him and I'm like, hey, this is what I'm about to go do. I'm about to go over my homegirl's house because I'm going to do laundry over there. And he's like, basically on some, if you like, don't come back type stuff. And I was already... At a point of like, man, I'm I'm tired of how things are. Like, so I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna leave. Excuse me. I'm gonna leave. (laughs) You know, know it's gonna be contagious. I have to hold mine. My My bad. My bad. (laughs) But I was like, cool. I'm gonna leave. Shit. Right. You know. And um. So that's how that went. And then we actually went to my friend. She was like, oh, you can call this a domestic violence shelter and go there now. We had had that in our relationship, but nothing happened that day. But I still, you know, just, we got in there. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah. And, um, yeah, so then I was in uh, the freaking domestic violence shelter when I was like, damn, what is going on with my life right now? And what do I need to do differently? Because this ain't it. Yeah, so it's, um, it's been an interesting, that was 27, and obviously i'm not perfect never will be but i still that's still an important part of my life i think that's what deters people from church and religion because at least on my side you they make it seem like you have to be perfect and mm-hmm. if you make a mistake or misstep then it's like oh my god god's so mad at you knowing you damn know? well they ain't never been perfect right that's the part like that's i feel like thing. y'all niggas forget where you came from because i can never forget where i came from i talk about some of where i came from on this show you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying so it's like I, no and that's what i can't stand and that's why um it's why i'm transparent because people no one can tell me god's not real enough for me because of my experience with him 
and nobody mm-hmm. can tell me that I don't like try to live in a life that's like pleasing to him regardless of what what you see me doing mm-hmm. um the heart behind whatever I do like I'm one thing is that I'm not a person who tries to like get over on people or be grimy or whatever that's like a like you might see me drink or whatever that don't mean my relation you know what I'm saying like right. I, you don't gotta be all perfect or whatnot but you're not gonna see me like try to be grimy towards people you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying that's kind of where I like treating people in a loving way is important to me regardless of what I'm doing for myself or whatever yeah so yep 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 yeah we didn't have a lot of similarities Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize. And our birthdays are one day apart. That's the crazy part. Right? Like, and it's crazy because, like, with me being really like the middle child, I guess, because my age is like in the middle of everyone, it's kind of a weird spot for me because, like, I'm the oldest of my siblings. Mm-hmm. And usually the oldest of my friend group or whatever. So it's kind of crazy to not be on yeah, that. You're the middle. And it's, but it's been a good find a balance of, okay, I, hey, shit, it's okay to chill or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So. That's crazy. Uh, speaking of, because I want to get announcements out when they pop in my head. Um, yes. So, I, on the 16th, because it will not have aired yet by the time this comes out. I had to think about when this is coming out. So, on the 16th of December, a Wednesday. Is that? Yeah. It's my next live show. So, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. You're going to have to just see what it is to see what it is to see what it is. Because I don't, you know, it's just going to be what it's going to be. You feel me? And then on Saturday, December 19th, my niggas, is the next podcast happy hour. You feel me? It's going to be live in this thing on Shenanigan with Friends, Shenanigans with Friends, Chris's podcast. The link to her stuff is in the episode notes. It'd be there every week. Follow these niggas. Follow Jay so you can know when stuff is popping because we get it on and popping. You feel me? I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, oh, and then also while I'm thinking about these things because I'll forget. Um, my nigga, I got a merch sale, y'all. Feel me? Like, TAM2020 is the code. 20% 20% off if you've been wanting to try something, to get something, to support. You know, niggas have told me they was going to support that haven't supported yet. This is like no shade. No like, shade. You know, I promise no shade. But there's this, a giant palm tree growing. Right? No, right this is eyes. no shade. But what I'm saying is now's the time. I have a sale, my nigga, so you can get shit for cheaper than you know so that's all i'm saying i mean you know there i'm going have, there right now i i bought merch so she's not talking to me but i'm mm-hmm. i'm gonna go check out the sale yeah 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 yeah. which maybe you wait till 
Sunday or something because I gotta add the stuff with the new logo. Oh, okay, I, yeah, I, I'll do I, that then. I got some some other little ideas or whatever that I wait. Is that going to be on sale too? Hmm? Yeah, that's what oh. I said. That's what I said. Yes, it's, it's yeah, it's all going to be twenty percent off. It ain't no Ooh. discrimination. You okay. Me? Um. Yeah. So. Okay. This is what. How close is the spill it game to you? Uh, it's right in the next room. Uh, y'all, we about to play spill it. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> oh man! I don't know what else you wanted me to say, y'all. I mean, I didn't know we were we were going. I didn't know what was going on. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, that's why I told you to get the shit. I know, but then okay. Yeah. So okay. So when you we agree that this little wine thing on here doesn't necessarily mean that that's how many sips you take. But if you want to take sips, you can go right ahead and do it. I ain't got that much sippy sip left to be sippy sipping. So I'm okay. Just okay. Shit. Okay. The sippy sip is gone. You feel me? Oh, it's gone already. So I'm just gonna have you pick a color and then I'll ask a question. And you gotta answer this motherfucker too. Okay. Yeah. Um. What's the colors? It's um blue, mm-hmm. um gold, I guess, mm-hmm. and purple. And I what, think what's the levels of blue is the most? They call it spicy. Blue is hard. Um, purple is moderate, and gold is easy. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and start with purple. Okay. All right. Is flirting considered cheating? Hmm. Well, shit. Um. Oh, I'm about to die. Um. Oh, man, that's hard because people say I flirt and I don't like intentionally flirt. Like I don't have it in my mind of ooh, I'm about to flirt. I just say whatever comes to mind. Um. And I say the truth, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like to say, I don't flirt, I spit facts. But if the facts feel good to you, so be (laughs) it. You feel me? But I don't flirt. I just, if I say, hey, you're handsome, my nigga, you handsome. Mm -hmm. If I say you got a nice smile, nigga, I'm not going to just say that shit to somebody with a raggedy smile. Right. My nigga, if I, whatever I say, it's just that's what it is feel me so it's hard because somebody so it so is it asking intentional cheating like i I mean flirting or is it just somebody takes it as flirting the question just is is flirting considered cheating they didn't give it any probably like, is somebody, but i don't it i don't think it is for me i think flirting as long as it's harmless flirting now if you out here trying to fuck other people then yeah, that's cheating. It's all about your intent, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you have to know how far I guess to take the the flirting. Mm. Like where where are you going with this flirting? If you're mm. just saying I think you're nice looking, or oh I like I don't know I like that shirt on you, or something I don't know, just something that I wouldn't necessarily consider flirting. I'm not saying a compliment isn't flirting to me, like. You know how many niggas I tell are handsome or you got a nice smile or whatever. I'm not flirting with y'all niggas. But would you say that I don't consider it flirting, but I can see if I'm with somebody, I probably would not then in front of him tell this guy, you have a nice smile. 
even though I'm not flirting, you know, he may feel something way the same way if I'm with him and he's like, you're such a beautiful woman. And I'm like, <laughs> um, okay, who are you talking to? Why, why did you have to do that? Thing? You know what I'm saying? So right. it's, it's a thin line between like what's flirting. And then I guess, like you said, it's perspective too. Mm-hmm. So is it cheating? I don't necessarily think it's cheating, but I think it's a slippery slope because yeah. especially in today's world, because if you're in somebody's DMs and you may say something nice and the next thing you know, pictures are flying at you and stuff like that. And it's mm-hmm. just too much. You know what I'm saying? It's, it becomes too much. All right. So I don't know. I would say it's not flirting, but you just got to be careful. All right. We're going to go purple again. Okay, that's a wild card. Ooh, okay. Name your top three non-negotiable negotiables. I don't know what I was about to say. Non-negotiables in a partner. So much like me, you know, my relationship with God is important to me. I would want to share that with somebody. I wouldn't want it to be like. I mean, I, I'm not perfect, so I don't expect perfection from anyone. But at least that it's important. Yeah, because that would just be weird. <laughs> like, because it's important to me, like, I would want to share that with you. Uh, has to be funny. Like, that, like, you have to make me laugh. That is a non-negotiable. And you have to like to laugh because I like to laugh. And I would want to share that with you as well. Um, trying to think of a third one. Kind of torn. Uh, um... I would say probably you have to at least appreciate and understand, like, I'm going to need time. Like, we're recording right now, so if I'm like, hey, I can't do this because I got to record, or I'm editing, or I'm doing the something, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you got to respect that. You got to understand this is important to me, and just be like, okay. And understand it's not a, I don't want to be bothered with you thing. It's, nigga, this is what I need to do for me. Like, I have Mm -hmm. to have a creative outlet. Whatever that looks like. It could be writing. Sometimes it takes me all day to write a blog. And you just got to let me be. Like, I'll, if I want you, I want you. And I don't want nobody else. Trust me, because I'm an overthinker. And... (laughs) I'm not like, I'm not trying to put a whole bunch of energy into multiple people. I can mm-hmm. barely find one person, let alone having multiple. So you ain't got to worry about that. Um, so yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of the same way. I guess one would definitely be, I don't know if we have to like necessarily believe in the same thing, but it has to be something similar. Like I can't have. I've dated someone that didn't believe in God or religion or anything like that. And it just was not, didn't work out, you know, mm-hmm. um, too many differences. And, you know, had we continued it and you think about family and things like that, it's just mm-hmm. too, too different. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I really can't do that. Um, again, someone who under, understands, can respect and understand my independence, you know, mm-hmm. like, um, and then someone who is, is honest. Like, if you're not honest, then what are we doing? Like, I understand, like, people hide different things, little white lies, little kind of deceitfulness. And and to a certain extent, like, we all kind of do it in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it's, like, detrimental, when you're just outright lying, you're just not being honest, whatever that is. 
Like I can't be with someone if you lost your job and you haven't been working for months, but you don't tell me you're just leaving the house every day and I Hell think you're no. working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that it's it can lead to other stuff. So those those three things that I would have to I couldn't couldn't have someone that's not on that. I like independence as a better word, even where I was talking about the freedom to do what I got to do or creatively or whatever, but really independence kind of sums that up even better because I'm not a person that like wants to be up under somebody 24 seven. Like I'm not, I'm a person that likes to kind of have my space, even if it's to just be alone. Um, So I feel like, I'm kind of going to change to that one simply because that helps me think of, like, I didn't have any of this prepared, so this is off the top right. of my head. Yeah. Um, But also, I feel like that covers more, more of an accurate picture of, like, what I need because it's kind of like, I just, like, I'm loyal. So, like I said, you don't have to worry about, like, if I'm with you, I'm with you. I don't got time to be playing no games mm-hmm. and... Um, playing with people's emotions because I don't want the niggas playing with my no- emotions. My nigga, right. like I'm 40, I don't got time for that type of shit. Right. Um. So there's that, but also I need the space to be. Yeah. Um. I need you to just need you some space to be you. <laughs> like. Yeah. I don't need you because I've had I've talked to people where in the midst of us talking about just their views on relationships or my views or whatever people be saying stuff like well i would just want it to be where she just goes to work and comes home and like the only time we're not together is when she's at work nigga what no mm-hmm. uh-uh. That's doing yeah too much. i don't think independence has to be a bad thing in a relationship it's mm-hmm. just like you said you have to allow that person to be that person you to be you and I think in order for the relationship to work, if I'm all over this this person all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. then he starts to resent that. And then he's looking for some, something somewhere else just mm-hmm. to get some freedom or mm-hmm. that could be me or something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, I just you got to have those boundaries, even in, even in a relationship. That doesn't mean that I'm going to love you any less or love you any less harder or not go hard for you or not support you or be by your side. It just means. We got to respect each other as the people that we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go purple. Let's see. What you they like hit. purple. Or no, blue, I mean. Let's go blue. <laughs> let's see what they hit and fall with the blue, though. With the blue. <laughs> oh, okay. What is, is your least favorite sexual act? <laughs> Do you want to you wanna skip this? Man. Um... I don't even know. I'm I'm going uh, I'm trying to think. I'm going to but not because I wouldn't want to answer it because I'm not somebody who won't talk about sex. It just there has to be a purpose to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But since my divorce, I haven't and it's funny cuz I was thinking about this the other day like I haven't really had a lot of sex in the last 13 years since my divorce like I'm not gonna say I haven't had any because I'd be lying if I said I haven't had any mm-hmm. but I haven't had not even a year's worth like I just yeah. haven't had a lot of sex I've barely had sex is probably the more accurate thing 
So I can't answer that accurately. Accurately. Because yeah. I don't, I have to kind of discover that with someone. <laughs> That's probably why I can't answer because it hasn't been 13 years or a span of that, but it's been a very, very long time. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll move on. We'll pick another blue one. Oh, this is a good one. Well, no. No, no. I'm trying to find something because I've asked this question twice and I don't know if you want me to. Okay, I'll do it. You've asked me this question twice? No, but you've probably heard it if you listen to the show. But if you and your significant other are on a break, is sex with other people acceptable? Mm. (laughs) Well, I don't know if I, I may, who knows if I've heard this, but I'm going to tell you like this. If we are on a break, that means it's a break. Like, I don't do, we either together or not. So if we feel like whatever is so much that we got to break up, because that's what, break, mm-hmm. we a break up, you feel me? Right. So now me, it has to be wrong. Because, yeah, I couldn't imagine, like, wanting to get back with a person and messing with somebody else. Like, that just, I wouldn't do that. Um, so because I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't want them doing that. So it ain't no break and we come back together. If we on a break, we broken up, we not thinking of getting back together. So then what you do as a single man is your business. Because if we're broken up, I don't I wanna get yeah. back together. I don't do that back and forth stuff. Yeah, that's kind of like what I said. I don't know what a break is. I'm not taking a pause in a relationship yeah. either we're together or we're not. And that if we're part. not, then you do what you want. That part. You do what you want to do. Yep, yep, Ooh. Yep. Right. What what color? Blue. See what they hidden for. What that blue do? What that blue do? Got that when I was about the election. That's over. Yeah, we don't care about that. Uh. Okay. Share a time when your family has absolutely embarrassed you. What? No, I don't get embarrassed by what other people do. I don't got shit to do with me. Okay, <laughs> we already we answered that on the show. Okay, well, it's another sex question, but faking orgasms—is it okay to fake it sometimes, or absolutely not? It that is earned. So there's an A and a B. Is it okay or is it not? Um, I'm not gonna say whether it's okay or not, but I'm just gonna say that I wouldn't or couldn't. I just I can't. I have to be authentic to what's going on. I just know that's how I am. So, like, whatever whatever noises are made, whatever I say, because I'm, I'm not, I hate when people be like, okay, so, like, I want you to talk to me, but I don't want you to say something that requires me to respond to what you want me to say. Like, but I talk, but I want to say what I want to say. Does that right. make sense? You don't want to be I'll directed. Be- yeah, there we go. There we yeah, go. Lay it like, in the conversation. Not yeah. in the conversation. I'm not saying you can't direct other okay. things or parts <laughs> or whatever. Hey. All right. You know, and I'm not saying I wouldn't direct things, but <laughs> I don't want you directing what I say. Don't be asking me no questions because right. no. But talk to me, but don't be asking me. Don't, don't expect, say, don't expect answers. Yeah, we're like, we're not having a conversation. <laughs> I'm talking and you're, you're talking. talking. But we're not really like, <laughs> but I am, we're talking to each other, but we're not talking to each other. Right. It's not a conversational no, it's situation. Just, it's some monologue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Uh, me, I'm, 
I would hope I wouldn't have to do it, but I'm not going to say I haven't done it before. Mm. There's been times where I'm just like, can you just be done? So let me just assist you in this in this spot. See, that, I, yeah, no, I've, I can honestly say I never have. Lucky you. Well, that doesn't mean I've always, I, <laughs> it just means that sometimes I had selfish people that didn't care whether or not <laughs> anything else got what they needed. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, no, I, cause I just can't, like, it's just in general hard for me to do things that are not somewhat what's happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's not about, a, oh, I would never, it's just, I, it's hard for me to not do what's really going on. So I get it. You know, just fake, nah, nah. Um, all right, blue. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cause I just feel like I don't want to do a, a step down. Uh, okay. Can you be in love with more than one person at one time? Cause when I think about love in the sense of just like, I love all three of my children equally, you know what I mean? So it mm-hmm. is possible to love people equally, but that's a different type of love though. Cause I'm not like in love with my ch- children. Right. Right. And I think that. In order to be in love with someone, that's going to become deeper and deeper the more you invest in it. And I don't think it's, for me anyway, and I don't think it's possible to invest equally for me into two people. I think somebody is going to get neglected. Mm. All that said, to be in love, no, I don't think it's possible to be in love with two people. I think you can love. Or have love for two people, but I don't think you could be in love because of the reasons I connect okay. with being in love. Yeah, that's why I gave all that backstory first so niggas could feel me. <laughs> um, I I don't think it's possible for me to be in love with more than one person because I barely want. It's going to be hard enough to love the one person, let alone try to <laughs> have enough to, to love the other one. But I mean, I I, I mean, there are people that are in multiple people relationships mm-hmm. um and they say that they love their partners so i mean i i guess i can't see it for me but i guess there is a possibility of people say that they they do love their partners equally that's interesting i i would want to know more about that dynamic yeah because because the thing about it is with kids like at different points, I feel either more bonded with a child in the moment of us spending time together, mm-hmm. or there's times where somebody's like tripping, so they're getting on my nerves, or whatever their behavior is just like it's tough times and a strain in our relationship. But there's always that thing of these are all my kids, like I birthed, I carried all of them, I, you know, so it's kind of like, it's not like I chose them. So I just feel like it's this internalized thing that makes it to where I love them all equally. I just, to me, somebody that you're choosing to be with, I don't see how it could be this, it could like, you could do that equally. Well, you think like as a mother or a parent, you have that inherently in you, how to be able to equally spread your love between, and it just happens. It's just that's the way it is versus if you're in a relationship, like you said, or you're saying that you have to, you're choosing to love this person. So how can, 
how can that be spread, I guess? Well, because the thing with my kids is I still choose to, like, invest in the relationships, I guess you could say, almost like choosing to love them. But there's something in me that... Like, my son doesn't live with me, for example, so Mm -hmm. he lives with his dad, and the girls are, like, solely dependent on me, and he's not. Mm -hmm. But if he asks me for something and I can do it, just like with them, like, if I could do whatever they're asking, then i do it. So if he's like, hey, can you cash at me money for lunch or whatever, he, you know, Mm -hmm. because he just started a new job, then I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't. I don't look at it like, oh, well, yeah, you're my son, but you don't live here. Right, so, right, right. you know, so it's kind of like, I. that's why I feel like it's like this inherent thing, because I just remember how I was, because I have my son at 19, and I just remember how I was before I had kids, so I was all about me. Excuse me, I mean, yeah, I was all about me. And then then I had my son and it's like yeah he went to go live with his dad and I remember somebody saying like I couldn't have did that da, 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 da. and that's fine Becky I'll just say because it was, it was, a, it was a white I've had two white women like come at me weird like one came at me like oh yeah you're black but you're different because I'm college ed- and and this is mm-hmm. literally why because I'm college educated and because I forget what the other thing was almost like why is that any different you see my black ass right. skin right it's all right. that that's all that makes me black is my skin mm-hmm. um culture is a completely different thing but nigga my skin I'm black right but you, you're a I safe have, black anyways <laughs> Because I, I, I'm trying, you know, I don't want to. Uh, but then I had somebody else and she was like, she couldn't have let her son live with his dad. And I'm just like, in my mind, I'm thinking I didn't grow up with my dad. He mm. didn't grow up with his dad. My son is getting something I didn't get. That's how I looked at it. And right. then it worked out because things got hectic with my ex-husband. And then it was like, okay i'm he's safe he's good he's not seeing all this bull and it's like the girls if they would have had somewhere else to go i would have said which when i say it like that like in hindsight it's like that's backwards why wouldn't you just left but it's not like i was saying i choose this over them it's Mm -hmm. just i didn't see any way out of this so i was like okay what is the best way to manage this because yeah. my mindset was like, oh, let's it'll get better. So let's wait for it to get better. And then finally, I got to the point of like, OK, it's clearly not going to get better. Right. It's just going to get worse and worse. So mm-hmm. good. Let's go. I'm out. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, there's this uh, drag queen because y'all know I love drag queens. But there's this queen that I follow um, and he's in a relationship he has two separate relationships i don't know if they call it poly but he has two boyfriends they're not all together though he has two separate relationships i don't think that's poly because i think poly they got all kind of well i don't know i think there's all kind of definitions for whatever that thing is whatever that uh sector is i don't know but 
Um, yeah, I just found that interesting because I, when I, when he said he had two boyfriends, I, I always thought they were just like a thruple, but they were mm. saying they actually had an episode where they were on YouTube talking about how their dynamic, how their relationship works and all this other stuff. So he lives with one, the other one he doesn't live with. And so they were talking about how sometimes there's jealousy because, you know, he seems to get more attention from the one he lives with and all this stuff. So I don't know. It's just, I, I've bought that's been, I guess he can love those two people mm. and they love him and that's it. Interesting. Yeah. What right. color? Blue. We're just going to stick with blue? Probably, maybe, I don't know. We might go back to purple. We'll All right. Are celebrities obligated to use their platform to speak out about controversial issues, i.e., excuse me, social justice, animal rights, criminal reform, et cetera? Do you? I mean, obligated? No, you do what you want with your platform. But mm -hmm. would I, obviously, because that's my entire platform is for the most part centered around trying to either make you not feel alone or whatever. Um, so like me personally, I would, I'm not saying I'm going to devote my entire platform for it to it because we know that's not what I do. But I do mm -hmm. speak out on things and I do use my platform. Ultimately, I'm using it to um, promote healthy relationships dynamics, which is going to make society a better place overall. Yeah. Um, but I just don't, I just feel like people are not obligated to do anything. People make choices to choose to do certain things. Even if we obey the law, we're choosing to obey it. So I just feel like I'm not one that's like, oh, you have to do this. Like, even with my kids, I'm, I've always told them, you can make whatever choices you want to make. You can do whatever you want to do. You just don't get to choose the consequence. So make wise choices. And that's just always been my, and like, I'll oftentimes make calculated risks. Like, I'll think about, okay, what's the worst case scenario of what could happen? And to the best of my ability, anyway. And then, am I okay with that? Okay, because I'm about to do whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, nah, I think people put too much, like, people idolize celebrities. And it's like, your opinion shouldn't, like, if a celebrity encourages, inspires, I mean, I would hope, I'm not saying I'm a celebrity, but I would hope that I would encourage and inspire you know, people that I come across or listeners or people I interact with on social media or whatever, I will hope, you know, mm -hmm. but, but also understand I'm human. That's why I share my flaws because I don't want anybody to think just cause I can carry the load. It doesn't mean it's not heavy. You know what I right. mean? So, um, I don't think we should idolize celebrities and look to them for like our guidance <laughs> and our, how are we going to direct our lives? Because they human too. Right. And then people are going to do stuff that's going to, they're not going to do it how you wish, want them to do it or, you know, whatever. Something like that is going to come up probably at least once. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like initially I, f I feel like you where they, sh they can do whatever they want to do. Mm -hmm. But I think where why people demand stuff of celebrities is because in a way celebrities demand so much of the public. Like they want you to follow them. They want you to buy their stuff. They want you to buy their music or do this or do that. And then when something that's happening in, in the public to your, 
to your fans, to your people, you're just silent. If there's, you know, you want the black audience to, to go to your concerts and do all this stuff. But then when there's stuff happening in the black community, like the black lives matter movement and police brutality, you're silent. You don't say anything. So I think that's kind of where people go that way. I'm not saying I feel that way a hundred percent, but I can kind of see, at least that's the angle I'm looking at it from. That can, somebody, I, can I piggyback off that real quick? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause when I, when you say that, it makes me think of like, okay, but these are just, regular people at the, like at the end of the day who you are is who you are and mm-hmm. a platform is gonna spotlight whatever you're already doing so like me the reason why my show like yeah for y'all who have been listening for a while you see maybe the show's getting a little bit more I don't know if ratchet is the good word to use. <laughs> it's not ratchet. It's not ratchet, <laughs> but it's it's definitely y'all are just getting to know more of me though, is right. the thing because I can only like there are many different sides to me. So there's the side that's goofy, like singing. That's been a part of the show forever. Mm-hmm. I, I like mm-hmm. to sing. I can't. I'm sorry, but it's my show, so you're gonna get what I give you. You feel me? But listen. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, is that um kind of lost my train of thought, so I'll go here. Whoever, oh, no, yeah, whoever I am is who I am. So it's like, I can only be just this serious whatever person so much because that's only one side of me. So that's right. why the longer this show goes, or if you talk to me offline, because Jay um and Autumn were like, they thought I was more quiet and... Or whatever, because yeah, I I I did do youth ministry and all these things, but <laughs> I still drink. I yeah, still, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I'm still me, and but like I said earlier, though, the biggest thing is I'm I'm not trying to like like I want to treat people lovingly. So to your point, I care about people stuff because I care about people already. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you are not someone who cares about people you probably see people more as like, oh, these like fans versus supporters. I think yeah. it's that mindset. Like fans, I feel like is you see yourself at this, oh, I'm above them. Whereas mm-hmm. I feel like supporters, yeah, it's the same thing, but it's really not. I feel like it's not the same mindset behind calling people those things because I feel like I know that if all my listeners stop listening, who gonna listen to the show? You know yeah. what I mean? And for however long, I'll probably still create content because it's healthy for me. But if I keep, like, if no one listens to it, like, for mm-hmm. real, all my listeners went away, I'd be like, oh, well, damn, is it, <laughs> has my time come to an end? <laughs> like, like, everybody left me? Like, right. none, none of my niggas that, <laughs> I said I was priority like none of them listen anymore <laughs> what happened you know what I'm saying so you gotta already have a heart to care about people because your platform is just gonna expose who you are like I don't think power corrupts just even going where people talk about that I think power exposes the corruption that's already in you because yep. I've been in positions of leadership and 
I don't like it because I I don't want to be responsible for another grown person doing their job. Like I do my mm-hmm. job because I'm supposed to. I know whatever is due by the 10th of the month, this report I'm working on right now, the 10th at noon. So my focus time is, A, I got to, okay, I got to, you know, I got this deadline and nobody has to tell me, oh, you better do your work. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to be the one responsible. But when I was, I tried to be fair. I would ask how I could do things better because Mm -hmm. it's like, just because I have this role, this job doesn't mean anything. I make more and I have more responsibility. That's about it. You know what I mean? So I think that's why you don't see celebrities care about like their, uh, not just black, because there's probably other cultures that go through different things. You know what I'm saying? That it only affects them and they might feel like, well, how come so-and-so isn't speaking out about this? And because even like with until... And it's funny because the stuff I talked about with my kids, it's always, you know, obviously with their permission, but she's spoken out about this on social media. So my youngest daughter identifies with the LGBTQIA+, plus. I always think I got them all, community. And so it's not like I didn't care about the community before because mm-hmm. I've known people. But Mama Bear is different than just Homie Tam or Mm -hmm. Sister even or whatever. Like Mama Tam is different. So it made me speak out and start speaking about speaking out about stuff and injustices that I see like kind of like in that uh, our retweet group where that dude was had whatever in his episode. And I was like, no, I'm not, you know, and I could have just not retweeted it and not said anything but i felt like i needed to speak out about it i have a different type of connection to it though because my daughter you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying so i just think for some people they just don't think about stuff and having fans isn't going to make them suddenly become someone they're not you know what i mean yeah but i don't disagree with what you're saying yeah i just think that's why yeah and I don't necessarily think that. I just, I was trying to look at it from their other people's point of view as to why they would say that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's how they feel because, you know, fans feel connected to their, their artists mm-hmm. and coming from someone that is a stand mm-hmm. that you feel like a certain way, especially when you're a teenager, mm-hmm. whoever that artist is, if you're into something like that, like you feel like they really care about about you because you feel that connection. And then when you find out, they're just like, ah, oh, these peasants, like, I'm just trying to make this money. I don't care about these people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. That's definitely trash. Yeah. I used to be someone who was a stan, like when I was a teenager and what I'm trying to, not even a teenager. I had this experience when I was young and I'm glad I had this experience because I learned it at a young age that celebrities are just regular ass people yeah so there was this uh and it was just a local newscaster but i'm a kid maybe i was like 10 or 11 and you're on the tv so at that age i'm not really knowing the difference between local news and i just know nigga you on the tv like the rest of nigga <laughs> i know that's on the tv you doing you doing something big because you on right. tv 
So I remember this mall that I hopped out of my mom's van, ran because I saw the the new the was he he wasn't the weatherman. He was and he was the only black news anchorman that I've seen because mm. I can't think of having seen any other to my knowledge unless I'm tripping. But whatever. Um and so I hopped out the car and I was like, Oh, his name was was it Michael Scott? It was something. <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> like and I'm not even trying to be funny. Matter of fact, I'm about to look it up real quick because I feel like that was his name and because if that wasn't we've been brainwashed in this group chat (laughs) michael scott michael scott yeah okay his name was really michael scott (laughs) this black news uh he got acquitted of something in 2013 but anyways he so he was the local he was a black news person or whatever so he's on the tv and i'm 10 or 11 or whatever age Mm. and i'm like i hop out the car and i'm like are you michael scott like happy like wow this celebrity and he's just like looked at me like peasant like you stupid little girl get the hell away from me and was like yeah and kept walking and it was at that moment that I have never idolized another celebrity Aww. again. No. Shit, I mean, I'm, not all like you yeah. need to, but I'm just saying like, that sucks for, for him to have done that is what I mean. Like, but I, hey, I'm glad because y'all niggas is regular. If a, if a celebrity <laughs> happened to hear this, I appreciate you tuning in, especially if you hear this because you were an hour and a half in this thing about near. But uh, y'all some regular ass people. You just make, you got more money. You got more, mm-hmm. your platform is bigger than mine. You know what I'm saying? But I'm out here grinding just like you. Maybe not as hard because it's not my sole profession. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that I would necessarily want it to be. But uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny um so you know how i'm a fan of chloe and hallie obviously anybody who knows me knows that Mm -hmm. and i've had interactions with them in person and stuff and it's funny to see hallie who's the youngest sister the younger sister she at least the times that i saw her she is so not about the fame Mm. like she will look at you like why are you (laughs) not in a mean way but like it was a girl that was in line to meet them crying hysterically Mm. And Hallie's just looking at her like, why, why are you crying? Like, what is going on? And the girl couldn't speak and they ended up taking her away because she just, she couldn't get herself together. Mm. And then she like turns to her sister. She's like, is she crying? Like, was she really crying for us? And she's like, I just don't, we're just regular people. That's what she said. She's like, I'm just a, I'm just a person who sings. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. I don't, I, she just never, you, you can see her always like reacting to these other fans. Just like, I'm just me. Yeah. No, it's not a big deal. But I'm, of course, when you're, I guess, on the other side, you don't think that. Right. But she's someone who, like, when I think about famous people, she's like just so not about that. She just mm-hmm. wants to sing and do whatever her craft is, and she's not really into like I'm this famous person. Like, right. if they didn't have to have security around them, they wouldn't have security most of the time. Like, probably now they do, but back then they didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny to see that because yeah. she's always in awe, like all these people are here for us. Like, are you serious? Like, this is the line or whatever. I, th- I just think it's cute that they just don't realize the well, she didn't at the time, like their fame and how they affect people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. One more blue. <sighs> Maybe you should skip this one too. It's about being kinky. Yeah. Skip that. Okay. <laughs> mm, what's the most embarrassing thing 
Oh, you say you don't get embarrassed, right? So if you're drunk and you've done something embarrassing, it's not a big deal, right? And like, like even, okay, because watching the podcast happy hour clip or whatever highlight that Autumn <laughs> chose, like watching it in hindsight from y'all perspective of not being me, it was freaking hilarious. But while it was happening, as I was doing it, it didn't seem like, right. it just seemed like. I didn't understand why y'all were laughing. It was just natural. Yeah, so I'm just like, but like watching it, I was like, dang, I was really on one. Like you were for real, for real. It was hilarious too. All right, here's one. Name something your ex did very well. <laughs> uh, so long ago, my god. Um, I would say actually where I learned about um like the whole. I guess making the house a home or paying attention to it was mm -hmm. him. Like he was very much about, oh, let's put these pictures on the wall to like, you know, whatever. Um, I guess he would try to be romantic. <laughs> I'm trying to re like really remember. I mean, I guess you could even say I learned a little bit about the importance of being sentimental. Mm. That's so long mm. ago. So that's, that's what y'all did. <laughs> it's kind of funny because when you say like usually if it's an ex it's, it's something didn't work out so you don't want to think about anything that they used to do well because it doesn't matter because you're not together anymore <laughs> but mm -hmm. uh i don't know maybe i'm gonna say cook really good cook mm, you know what i could have said that too see i, I can't never think on the <laughs> spot mm -mm -mm. you also you're full of tam special you feel me you know, <laughs> I, but no nah, even when i'm sober like tests or stuff that's like answer this on the spot i mean you're gonna get what you're gonna get yeah that's okay. why i don't it's so funny because i just talk and i don't have no script so i'm like well hopefully it all made sense and then i listen back and i'm like oh okay cool, cool. right because when it's just me there's nowhere to no one to like be a buffer of where my mind goes so wherever i go it just goes and right just be like that sometimes <laughs> get it i get yeah. it all right so jay book the show yep. show show what they call me i definitely appreciate you coming on the show because i definitely kind of just was like hey <laughs> right <laughs> so just come on so i appreciate it because you know just keep the content going yeah thanks know. for having me on this yeah. is my first time on your show solo i know i know and it's so funny because i don't i guess it just took me a while to figure out how i want to guess because i'm mm -hmm. the kind of person where like sometimes i want stuff to be a certain way when i do it so, mm -hmm. like, I didn't want to do the anchor record with friends thing or whatever they got going. Like, after experiencing StreamYard with Autumn, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's the one right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I need. So it's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. It took Put, me putting it to good use. Yeah. It took me a minute to get. And then I'm loving the new background. Did you make that specifically for this? Yep. So I made this 
and then I made like different ones depending on how many guests are on here so it'll be different backgrounds oh well you kind of have to on StreamYard unless you're gonna have something that it doesn't matter so if Mm -hmm. you just had like like if I didn't have the words then it wouldn't matter and it could just all be the same thing but because I want the show name to be part of it Mm, um, I see what you're saying yeah so it's like I had to kind of just do different ones so and then I had to it's it's kind of funny how because I had to like I don't even know how to explain it like log on from different tabs so that more people could be on so I could see okay this is what it looks like because it's one thing to design you don't design it on here you design it elsewhere and then upload it so mm-hmm. getting it to line up right and all that it took i mean maybe i didn't have to do all that but i'm i'm, I'm particular about what i'm particular about like there's right. stuff i don't care about like what we talk about or you know <laughs> the conversation go wherever it go but i want it to look a certain way while we go on wherever we go or yeah. i want it you know so yeah but yeah thank you thank you thank you for coming out um y'all know what it is she's gonna be back on here for sure the podcast happy hour um so yeah october i mean not october (laughs) december 19th wow listen december 19th (laughs) is a saturday um so chris is pacific standard time so i I don't know what time is starting yet i don't think we probably need to get together and figure out yeah, what time because I, I, so. I, don't, I don't think we've discussed that so uh-huh. but more to come on that there might even be something plugged in if by then i know and if not it is what it is anywho uh yes thank you so much for coming why don't you tell the people about your show tell them when it drops where to find all that okay so um I had to stop myself because I was about to say hi, and I didn't <laughs> want you to start laughing like you're doing now. Oh. But um, yes, so my show is called Jay's Quick Three, and I pretty much just take three random topics, whatever I'm interested in from what the week that I'm going to record, and I talk about it. So anything from I always say news, pop culture, music, um, personal stories, entertainment, anything like that. Most of the time is I see something on Twitter and I'm like, okay, I have to like put my opinion out there because, you know, mm. sometimes, you know, I just have opinions and I have thoughts. And then I invite people, if you agree or disagree, to hit me up and we can talk about it. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think it's just a fun way to like get to know me. And um, I am starting to be a little bit more personal stories because I think none of last year, I don't think I, ta- I told one personal story. I made a talked about somebody trying to put their hands in my <laughs> in my head and that was like my personal story <laughs> and then, so this year is a little bit more but um I normally drop every other Friday unless I have a lot of content that I'm going to drop whenever I, I want to drop but um this so Friday uh, when this comes out my episode would have already came out but December 4th was my last episode for 2020 um so I'm going on a break for the holiday cuz I work in retail and you know, it may get busy, but my schedule is usually all over the place. So until the holidays are over and we can get into the new year and everything's good, Hopefully. I'll be on a break. Yeah. And then I'll start back up sometime in January. I'm not sure yet, but I'll put that out when the time comes. But the episode that I just put out is a two-parter because uh, 
actually autumn was on a show and we just talked a whole lot <laughs> like mm-hmm. more than i expected it so i decided to you know split it up into two i drop it dropping both of them one came out like i said i'm trying to talk in past tense one mm-hmm. came out december 4th and the other one came out december 5th so friday and saturday y'all can listen to that and then just go back and listen to all the ones go catch up they're super most of them are short unless i have a, a guest so it should be a, an easy binge if you want to check those out and then check out our podcast happy hours i have uh you know those on my pod page so if you go to jay's quick three pod.com that's where all my stuff is and all my features, all the podcast happy hours are there. And you can follow me at jbook for show on Twitter and Jay's Quick 3 all together on Instagram. And the links to all her stuff, it'd be in the episode notes. That's <laughs> go-go. Weekly podcast shout I should have had that ready. <laughs> um, so we're just going to go with... See, the beautiful thing about being in a podcast weekly group is if I can't think of nobody else, I'll just get somebody from there. Because, <laughs> you know, because I've, I've, I've been like putting people in the episode notes since like episode 10 or 11 or something like that. Right. I just didn't start saying it out loud until more recently because I just started thinking like, niggas might not even read the episode notes. Yeah. So this week's uh whatever shout out is it's a musical podcast and basically they join Drew and Danny as she guides him through a history of musicals he really should have seen by now. So clearly I've never listened to it because I couldn't even tell you what it's about. And it's okay because I retweet everything they put in the retweet support group. So I yep. do my part. I just, I have like a rotation and then I got to be in the mood to add something in and I got to I don't know. It's just this thing. You listen to a lot of podcasts too, so. <clears throat> I do. And the thing about it is, so I have my, I have my, I have different types of rotations. I have my, I listen to every episode that you drop. So if you're a weekly dropper, I'm going to have you in my rotation every week. So I have mm-hmm. some that are like that. And then I have some that are, you're always going to be in my rotation at least once a month, but not necessarily every week because it just depends on how my week goes. So you in that thing, but you just ain't like a priority, but it's no shade. It's just, I listen to a lot of podcasts and yeah. Um, just so your listeners don't think I'm doing something crazy under this table, my dog is sitting in my lap, so uh, he's growling and crying and trying to get comfortable because he <laughs> wants to go to sleep. So, just so y'all don't y'all wonder what I'm looking down at. Oh yeah, for the people that can see it, <laughs> right? So, um, yeah, so that is the weekly podcast shout out. I will have the put this over here now, not so I'll forget, but you just never know what's gonna happen. Um, all right, so I'll have their stuff in the episode notes. Um, like I said before already, merch TAM2020 is the code 20% off for sure. It's good through the end of 2020 for sure. And then Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll see what's popping. I'm, I might keep it longer, but I might not advertise it. Like, I'll probably mention it every week to my listeners, but I might not, like, advertise it all like that. I don't know. I'm back and forth between what I'm going to do. But anyways, 
take care of your mental and emotional health, take care of yourself physically. Sometimes you got to detox, be it physically, be it spiritually, be it emotionally. Sometimes you got to like stay away from negative things that are harmful in all them realms (laughs) in order to be healthier. Um, Take care of yourself spiritually too. And um, I definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate y'all tuning in. Remember, I'm going live December 16th, which is a Wednesday at 8 Central Standard Time. I don't even know what that show is going to be. So you'll just, you got <laughs> to tune in. I, that's too far in advance right now in my mind to be worrying about. Sometimes I think of it day of, like, it just, it depends. And then, yeah, podcast happy hour, December 19th, live on Chris's platform, Shenanigans with Friends. We're wearing um, ugly Christmas sweaters. Yes, we are. And when I have a specific time, I will let y'all know. So, until you hear me again, thank you so much. Until you watch me again, thank you so much. Appreciate you and what not. Bye. Ladies and gents, this concludes transmission. Tune in next time for a whole new edition. Another adventure and mission to share, be heard, and clarify the vision of this whole new world for... Ten.